0: Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila
1: Grace Hoffman.
0: We're a mom and daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. She sounds like me. She sounds like me.
0: She sounds like me. She sounds like me. She sounds like me. She sounds like me. me. Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom.
1: Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at SheSoundsLikeMe on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to
0: it. (laughs) Let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Hey, friends, Mom to Mom here, or Mom to woke woman or a dad that wants to have deeper conversations and might not know where to start or for the grown-up that might be listening just trying to have something funny and entertaining where it may be a way to speak to the little ones in their lives welcome i wanted to just address you personally because um this next conversation and you should know they're all unscripted between me my mom. And her seven-year-old daughter. But this one happened the day after we heard the news about Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing. We were sitting at Rosh Hashanah dinner listening to a very forward-thinking organization called Jew Belong that helps us break down our Jew-ish traditions in a way that are easy for us all to digest at our house. And I looked down at my phone during dinner, something I'm totally not allowed to be doing. And I got a ping and my husband looked at me and realized something was really wrong. And when he asked, I said, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had just passed. And my daughter, Sila, burst into tears at seven. And it might be because she is wildly influenced by her Feminist, left leaning, liberal mother who has taught her that women are equal. And maybe she doesn't even understand the complexity that this brings, but she could feel it. And I believe, as a woke woman and as a parent, it is my job to listen and really pay attention to their reaction because we're not raising kids like we were raised. They are consumed by content and very aware and probably light years ahead of where we ever were. So what might be PC or the right thing to say or I don't even know. I'm no expert, but I do know that it's up to me to listen. Because the decisions that we make today are going to shape their future more than it will ever shape ours. And theirs is moving at the speed of light. So we got to do the work. And sometimes that's a lot harder than it seems. But we can do hard things, can't we? So we sat down the next day because she wanted to explain what RBG meant to her. And we, of course, get into some other topics. And I try to break it down in the way that I know. But this is a very raw um perspective. Mm, I don't have all the answers, so I hope you enjoy the episode and you care to listen along. We'll also talk about uh, a big topic called anxiety, and we've partnered as storytellers with a phenomenal publication called A Kid's Book About, who coincidentally partners with forward-thinking authors to break down big ideas for kids and grown-ups alike to understand and maybe in a little easier way. And so, following episodes like this, we'll post with their permission, of course. Sila reading a kid's book about. And this week's episode is anxiety. So please join us online at shesoundslike.me.com and on socials at she sounds like me. And we'll drop a link in our show notes about that and how you can get involved. We'll also give you a five dollars off any order. With a code within that uh, within that link, in case you want to order a book about all kinds of topics, and we'll get into those too. Anyway, just wanted to let you know where you're getting into today, and thank you for listening along. Here we go. One, two, three. Come with me. <laughs> I'm
1: just being bored. <laughs>
0: All right. Headphones on.
1: Headphones on people.
0: Coffee. Coffee on. Tea on. Cheers to another great episode. Mhm. Minty. Coffee.
1: <laughs>
0: Minty. Today we're talking about
1: anxiety.
0: The big A word. What, before, before we get into it, when you hear the word anxiety, before you, before you dug into the book series, which we can talk about in a moment, what does the word anxiety sound like it means to you? Like, what did it feel to you?
1: Um, to me, anxiety sort of felt like, um, goofball.
0: (laughs) Goofball?
1: (laughs) A little bit. Sort of felt like goofball time.
0: It sound, that word sounded like that, uh, it meant? Goofball time. <laughs> like you are just, like the, when you have anxiety, you're just like bonking around in your <laughs> yeah, body?
1: Yeah, sort of.
0: We kind of are, right? Bonk, bonka bonk, bonk. bonk, bonk. <laughs> but anxiety now, you've, you've done a little bit of research about that. Because I think um, you probably have heard mom say, I got a lot of anxiety.
1: You got a lot of, you got a lot of goofballs?
0: I do have a lot of goofballs. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> right. And I have uh, goofballs, too, but in a different way. <laughs> As anxiety manifests in different ways for different people, we've recently experienced some anxiety in our own selves. I think that, um, first and foremost, we, we heard some news on Friday that really created some anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In us. Um, and we'll share that with uh, our listeners. We were celebrating Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. which is the Jewish New Year, and traditionally a celebration of joy and um, optimism. Yeah, hope for the future and being able to um, say we're sorry to anyone that we hurt mm-hmm. and um, make a promise to ourselves and each other about being strong. And, and courageous and kind and being our best version of ourselves to the future. Right. When we were at dinner celebrating this joyous occasion, um,
1: we got the news that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away.
0: Yeah. Talk about anxiety. I uh, looked down at my phone, which I have a terrible habit of doing. Yes, you do. <laughs> During dinner, and I saw a message from a good friend that said um, that broke the news, and I looked up, and I, Dad asked what had happened, and I said that, and without even realizing it, uh, I think you you even you burst into tears.
1: Hmm. I mean, really badly.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: She was somebody I looked up to,
0: and we still can, mm-hmm. and we do because she's righteous. And she set the bar for, um, literally, for so many of us women. But what that did for mom and for so many other women and and people around the world, not just women, uh, gave us a lot of anxiety. A lot of it. Yeah. And for a number of reasons, depending on who you are and what what your life is about and what you believe in. But um, especially in this kind of tumultuous time right now, where, where we're at in a, as a country, as a divided country. And hopefully we can work towards being a more united country. But mm-hmm. with everything that's been going on with COVID 19, with all the challenges that this year has brought, Justice Ginsburg passing right now, six weeks before election, is giving some uncertainty and some anxiety. Okay, so, so some of the things that you should know that Justice Ginsburg contributed by way of her challenging the status quo and some of her decisions that she made in the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. Um, you may not know that she contributed to was um, some pretty, pretty phenomenal changes in our system. She, her decisions helped give equal access to education for women prevented environmental pollution some uh, with a major case that said that what was that it wasn't fair that a, a big corporation was dumping illegal and toxic chemicals into a water stream that was affecting not only wildlife but human life she fought against gender discrimination in the workplace mm-hmm. she made major strides toward equal pay for women which we still are battling, of course, today. So many of these topics we're still dealing with a lot of today. But at the level of the Supreme Court, she weighed in on big decisions that will help shape our future and yours. Yes. She pushed to protect pregnant women in the workplace. She argued that women should serve on juries and that their voice mattered. And she was a really key vote in granting same-sex marriages, where, you know, love is love, right? In our house, love is love. It doesn't matter who you are.
1: Not at all.
0: You should be able to marry and really love whoever you love. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a boy and a girl, a boy and a boy, a girl and a girl, or two people that aren't identifying as either, right? So she was really influential in some of these big decisions. But one of the things she, one of the key phrases that you see a lot is her saying,
1: I dissent.
0: That's right. I dissent. And to dissent means that you have a different opinion than the majority, and you're able to express that opinion. And when you do, sometimes that can benefit a lot of other people that don't have the position to stand up and be heard. Yes. It can encourage other people to think about the other side. right? I think as humans, we should be looking at all sides.
1: No matter what's going on on one side or what's going on on the other
0: side. Yeah, because you might not be in somebody else's shoes. Right. And so whether you have an alignment with a certain political party or you just think one thing is fair all the time, if you didn't put yourself in somebody else's shoes, you may not be able to see what they're going through.
1: Right. And that side might be more real and might be what's right. Right. But you're stuck on one side because you see it and you're like, this is the side I'm going to go with. There's no need to even check out that other side.
0: Right, when there's totally a need to check out the other side. No matter who you are. Or what you do. So she describes um, some of the ways, and we did a little bit of research on this, about how we can apply her key phrase, I dissent in a way that that works for you today. Because it dis, the term dissent is a judicial, it's a legal term used in courts to say, I challenge the status quo, and here's why. But the way RBG did this is something we can all learn from. She says, as you build your case, you want to think long-term and describes it like knitting a sweater.
1: Yes. You build up, you build up, and you look at... You think about what it's, what is going to happen long term and what the big look is going to be after it's all finished.
0: Yeah. And then to find common ground and educate your opponent on the other side. But to do so in a way that is thoughtful and kind, well-spoken and articulate and well-educated. And she often said that when, and I quote her from her a recent interview, that when thoughtlessness or unkind words are spoken, it's best to tune them out. That reacting in anger or annoyance will not advance one's ability to persuade. So choose your words carefully, then speak Speak from your mind. Yeah, and speak your mind without raising. Your voice. Your voice. So that means that if you're in an argument with someone, maybe the best way to be heard...
1: Is to not raise your voice because otherwise the other person's going to think, Wow, she's getting angry at this.
0: Yeah, you kind of tune people out that are yelling, right?
1: Yeah. Why would Why would I want to listen to someone who's getting angry about the smallest... Like, Like, it's big... But you don't have to fight. You don't have to raise your voice and be all,
0: <clears throat> Right, sometimes it's hard to hear what the other person has to say if your defenses are getting heightened, if yes. you're getting you're having this anxiety feeling. Yeah. And it's bubbling up, and then it comes out in this very large roar, and we can't hear each other anymore.
1: Right everything starts to blurring out and nothing really matters anymore if you can't understand what the other person's saying.
0: Yeah, or your head hurts because they're just yelling and ranting and...
1: Babbling.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a lot of that going on these days, and I think that in order to teach our kids how to dissent on decisions, right, or um, show there's another side to something and to really hear each other, we have to do so in a way that's respectful
1: yes
0: and know that every viewpoint is has has value and it might not be the best decision for us, but that person may have something there and there might be a golden nugget of information that might be worth listening to. And in Justice Ginsburg's case, she was able to take some of those key fundamental issues that the minority wasn't able to use their voice, for and mm-hmm. show some big decision makers that had hard set lines in their mind mm-hmm. about what was right Yes, and real from way back in the way back and think, okay, but how does that apply to today? And is this fair long term for right. all? Yes. So let's play a game. If you were to dissent one of your parents. I dissent. <laughs> decisions. Let's say I said. Hey, Sai, uh, yeah, no dessert tonight. There's just... No way. No way. No dessert. Could you build a case yes. for dessert? Yes. What would it be?
1: But come on. I ate all my dinner. I ate all my vegetables. If you give me dessert tonight, I won't go bonkers tomorrow or tonight, where I won't go bouncing off the walls. And if you give me dessert tonight, I won't have to have dessert tomorrow, and I won't stay up late It won't be all cuckoo.
0: So you'll build your case of the things that you might be thinking I'm concerned about long term. Yes. And how it can work in your favor. Yes. Maybe you would say like, but this is a nutritious dessert. It's only frozen yogurt. It's a strong food.
1: It's technically ice cream,
0: but. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we can use some of what RBG taught us in our everyday life. And that's really cool. Um, so let's honor RBG's legacy by listening and standing up for those who can't be heard.
1: Respecting. Mm-hmm. And speaking from the side that you, cho- you chose over both looking both of the sides and looking at what it would be like long term.
0: And have a fair and balanced perspective.
1: And start knitting the sweater.
0: Knit the sweater. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. And so, you and I have talked a lot about what anxiety means. Right. We came across this awesome series called The Book About. A kid's book about. A kid's book about that um, explains some hard topics. Right. In ways that kids and parents can...
1: Like a kid's book about anxiety, a kid's book about racism, a kid's book about gratitude, feminism and a bunch of other great topics.
0: Yeah. So of course we signed up immediately to be storytellers yes. because we just knew that this is important stuff worth reading about and then retelling and sharing those stories and so we're going to do just that. Yes. So we're going to
1: do just that. We're going <laughs> to do just
0: that. <laughs> Only you would turn anxiety into a song about positivity. I love you, kid. Thank you. <laughs> so you're going to really can You really can. And so you're going to uh, be doing a video of reading the stories as we go along and tie them into these awesome episodes. that will impart some of our personal experience and hopefully tie in some of these big subjects so we can better understand how yeah. we're feeling and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, that first one will be up on our Instagram account, maybe our yes. YouTube page as well. Uh-huh. So you can check that out at She Sounds Like Me on IG and uh, on YouTube too. Yeah. Excuse
1: me. <laughs> Excuse me.
0: <laughs> a book about burping.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a thing.
0: Well, you could write a book about that. I bet. Yeah, I could. <laughs> so <laughs> now that you've read the book, and hopefully our listeners can join us in that. Now, what does anxiety mean to you?
1: It means like nervous. It means you're scared. It means you you can't control yourself. It means you just want to go to your happy place. Yeah. In my case, my happy place is laying in my lovie's.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> that, that's a happy place for sure. Oh, So you actually, in reading that book, you had an experience that you shared with me earlier this week that once you had read the book about anxiety, you identified that with some feelings that maybe a friend was having. Right. Can you explain that? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So in my class, um, last week or the week before that, I can't remember, there's this girl and she is a great friend, a good friend of mine that I met just just starting this school, and um, she had some anxiety. She didn't feel like she was happy, and she she didn't do the class projects. She just wanted to be alone, and I felt bad for her. I didn't know what was happening, and I, I just felt like, wow, I never knew this could
0: happen. And, yeah... And What are some of the symptoms that she described that now you kind of are associating with anxiety? She was
1: like crying. She didn't. She didn't feel great. She said like there was a giant bouncy ball in her stomach, the, the size of a football, um, and she just felt so nervous that she was gonna mess something up.
0: Wow. And that made you feel... Sad. Yeah. You know. But you care about your friend, so it also... Um, you were feeling empathetic. mm mm-hmm. Which there's, coincidentally, another book about.
1: I don't know what... We'll have empathetic? to read that one. Yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's what you were feeling, was empathy for your friend, who was experiencing anxiety. Two I'm very thinking. big words and very big emotions. For I'm a child ge- to navigate.
1: I'm guessing empathy means um, heartbroken or something like that.
0: Yeah, like... where you're in touch and you, you're you in- intuitively connected. Yes, I gotta cry. <laughs> to <laughs> someone you care about or someone you don't even know, but you can feel their feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want to help. Yeah. That's one way to describe empathy. And you also have a lot of that. I think that's part of your old soul. Old oh, soul? And there's a song about old soul, yes yeah. <laughs> so now that you know what that feels like, and now you know that they what what the word is, you had some of that of your own today. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that?
1: Um, so today I was I had a dentist appointment. um, and I had to get a cavity filled in, which I am very not a big fan of. Um, at all <laughs> and I got really nervous I didn't want to go I got scared I was worried something bad was gonna happen and I just felt really nervous uh, with anxiety and I went there I went and I was crying in the car but then we got there and I bared all my courage and I got in there but I was hot <laughs> because I was crying, and I was hot, 99.8, to be exact. And I was too hot, and I tried to go outside to cool down a little bit, but still, 99.8. And so we had to come home, and I got so bummed out. I had bared all my courage and tried so hard, and I got so frustrated, because I had tried, and then I can't go,
0: not cool. Yeah, you defeated your anxiety. You For nothing. Well, not for nothing, though. I think that we learned some lessons, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got really scared, and your anxiety was bubbling out in your stomach and in your chest, and it came right out your eyes. And that's okay. It's okay to be scared and get nervous. I get scared and nervous about stuff all the time.
1: Um. But it just wasn't fair. I get bared all my courage and I got rid of my anxiety, and then I get there and I can't go in.
0: Well, you bottled it up too, and it was like, gosh, even an explosion. And that's kind of how the world is going to work for a while, kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. we got to take temperatures and make sure everybody is safe, but and our nice. body's reaction to anxiety bubbled up through, uh, through all the feels. Through Mm -hmm. sweaty hands, sweaty palms, shaky belly, out through the eyes, waterworks, tears. And that created heat in your body that then rose up through your forehead and projected a a rise in your temperature.
1: Right. Which made it so I could not go
0: in. Right. And now we got to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that we know what that is, how do you feel about looking into that courage and looking bra- feeling brave about the next time? Do you feel... I feel like I can bottle it back up. But can you not... I don't want you to just bottle it up. I want you to be able to look it in the eye, know what it is, and still move... Forward. Yeah. Bravery is when you look fear in the eyes, but you still move forward anyway. You conquer it, and you do an awesome job of that all the time. I have no doubt you'll be able to look this in the eye the next time we go, which is in two weeks, by the way, Mm. and conquer that anxiety and move past it.
1: Look it in the eye. Tell him you're not good enough. Go away.
0: You're not the boss of me.
1: You're not the boss of me. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Push.
0: What are some now? (laughs) Explode is right. We do a couple of things uh, that you have learned over the years through some great teachers that have taught you a few ways to a few methods of getting through anxiety. Some of those are some breathing techniques. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to to our our friends what some of those breathing techniques are? Because you taught them to me, and they're quite special.
1: Yeah, so one of them is called the balloon. So what you do is you put your hands on top of your head, and you breathe in and push your hands up into the air in like a balloon shape. You hold it for a couple of seconds, and you let it back out. Deflating your balloon as you go.
0: Awesome, and how many times do you do that?
1: You do it three times, depending on how on how much anxiety you have.
0: And then what happens at the end? Poof! You, you pop, pop your,
1: your balloon. At the very top, you get it so big, you hold it so long. Pop!
0: Pop it. You pop that balloon. Now, you have another one, too. So what is it, what do we call that one? The balloon. The balloon. I believe there's one or two more. Do you remember? There's
1: three more. Oh, okay. But I only remember two, I only remember the balloon and two other ones, and I don't remember the last one.
0: Okay, would but you I'm, share them with
1: us? Yeah. Cool. So the next one is drain. So you take your arms, put them into fists, and sh- stick them straight out. You squeeze sw- r- super tightly. Breathe in. Let the water out.
0: Ooh, good one. And you
1: let the drain go.
0: Ooh. Do it
1: three times, and then you rain it back together.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: And then the last one I know it, remember, is Star. So you basically stand on the floor and stand up like a star.
0: Arms out in the sky, legs spread, mm-hmm. star shine, okay?
1: And you breathe in, you crumple up. Breathe in, star, crumple up. Breathe in, star, breathe out. Tromple up.
0: I love that. I feel like you could do that when standing up or laying down. Right. Really just like pushing the energy in and out and, fe- and feeling renewed. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us, Sai. So can we think of some other ways that help manage the anxiety in our bodies from a physical way? Like what do you mean? Well... We've been able to do some great practices of, um, I remember when COVID started and we would do yoga together. We mm-hmm. did our
1: 30-day our yoga trial and we only got to 20.
0: Well. 22. Yeah, well, we started getting out a little bit more. But yoga with Adrienne, mm-hmm. I don't know for anyone that might be interested in yoga. She does an incredible um, yoga flow in all different that appeals to all different types.
1: There's a kid's one, and there's like a 30-day yoga trial, and there's a bunch of other cool yogas.
0: Yeah, and Adrian is actually a voice actor as well, I've heard. So how cool is that? Yeah! Uh, and she has a really accessible approach to doing yoga that is uh, good for almost any stage in your yoga game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can find her on YouTube. We'll drop it in the show notes. Yoga with Adrian. She was hugely influential We love to do some dance Gets our Gets our body moving Especially love Our rebel uh, There's a rebel fitness A rebel fit group That is incredible for getting the body moving Getting the energy flowing And you can't help but to put a smile on your face When you're listening to their awesome playlists We've loved doing that together Yes we have Sometimes when we're getting ready into the booth and things are a little tough and tight and I've got to get set up and we're under a tight deadline and you've got to get your energy up, what do you do?
1: I have. We have a little gym in our basement and I go in there and I stretch and get all my wiggles out and take some deep breaths.
0: Mm-hmm. That seems to work really well, too. Mm-hmm. What other ways could we help manage some of our anxiety that's in a positive way?
1: You could take a walk in the park. You could play at the park.
0: Why I know one. In the backyard, what did we get this year?
1: We got a trampoline. All right, we got a trampoline. And I am having so much fun jumping on it.
0: That gets some wiggles out for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, a great workout, but. I mean <laughs> you can't help but smiling on that yes. smile on that thing. Boing, boing, and it helps with boing. anxiety and getting that blood flow. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to know is that when you're feeling these things in your belly, like the bouncy ball the size of a football that mm-hmm. doesn't seem to go away or the heat is manifesting in your body and it comes out your eyes and tears and your you know, your heart is racing and you're feeling this this lack of I don't know, confidence and hope yeah. and jittery nerves. That breathing is essential. Some great deep breaths. Finding some space for yourself and finding your body again. Letting that energy out. Yeah. And doing some exercise or some movement to get the body flowing again. Right? (laughs) So we can get back in flow and really feel like our best selves again. Yes. So if you're looking for a way to figure out how to... Um, explain anxiety and learn a little bit more about it. Definitely check out Sila's new story, Reading a Kids' Book About Anxiety by those awesome folks. We'll leave a, a link in the show notes for that. Uh huh. And what else?
1: And be sure to check out Yoga with Adrian. And remember balloon, drain, and star.
0: Yeah, balloon, drain, and star. When you're feeling like you got anxiety, like anxiety's got you beat. Yeah, maybe we need you to do a video on that. I could use the reminder. Balloon, drain, and star.
1: Balloon.
0: I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy for all of us adults to wrap our brain around. But sometimes you just got to learn and listen to these kids. Mm. They seem to know a thing or two about it. Yes, we do. Well, thanks for listening. We've got many more awesome topics to discuss. Yes. And um, some other things coming up along the way. My heart goes out to anybody and everybody who's struggling um, to hear the news of Justice Ginsburg, but know that the future is in in our hands now. And we can do what we will to teach our kids to do better and to live by some of the virtues of her righteous leadership. Oh, and one more thing. There's a special perk that uh, we want to offer to anybody that's interested. We're taking, I don't know, comments from our listeners and want to know what's really resonating with you. So drop us a line at hello at she sounds like com or on our new Google voice hotline. It's, I guess, 678 653 4110, so we can actually hear your voice. And get a transcribed and recorded message just from you. It's kind of cool. And let us know what you're thinking about this episode or any of our other episodes so far. And we'll pick one lucky winner to receive a copy about, of this book.
1: Yes. A book about, a kid's book about anxiety.
0: We'll send you our own copy. Maybe Sila will sign it. Maybe she'll include a picture. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so drop us a line and uh, we'll pick somebody uh, to receive this copy of our book cuz spreading the word is the only way that we're going to continue to help each other out. Yep. Now and always. Mhm. Thanks for listening friends. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day. Yep, have an awesome day. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at SheSoundsLikeMe dot com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you.
1: Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day!
0: Yep, and have an awesome day.